0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Queer Beats to Overanalyze and Get Anxious To. This is a weekly music podcast that focuses on artists that aren't heterosexual and or cisgender. I'm your queer host, Ben Wayne, and I use he-him pronouns. Now, let's talk some tunes. Let's go all the way back to the far-off time of 2020. For Serena Isioma's, I think it's pronounced Isioma or it could be Isioma. But their album, The Leo Sunsets, from what I understand, this is their first album as their music has been released as singles or EPs. I can see how some people would see this as an EP, but it's my podcast, so I wanted to cover this, so I'm going to cover it. Now, I find this album to be short, sweet, and smooth as it rides through beautiful vocals, catchy beats, and is some damn good modern R&B in my humble opinion. Also, Serena uses he, him, and they, them pronouns, which I will be using throughout the rest of this episode. I was originally going to cover a completely different artist and album from the 80s and 90s, but while surfing around for new music, as I want to do when I have too much free time, I came across this person and immediately loved their style and voice. Everything about them I really vibed with. So my impatient ass is going to cover Serena's album instead and analyze the other artist in a future episode. I don't want to spoil. While it's quite a short album clocking in at about 20 minutes, there's a whole breadth of intensity and depth in each of the songs. The ones I'll be diving into are Why Am I So Toxic, meadows in Japan, I feel fantastic, and stop calling the police on me. Relationship issues and infidelity seem to be the subject of our first song, Why Am I So Toxic? Now I see this as possibly a counter of the narrator, in this case Serena, challenging perhaps a, a past lover or an ex or something that this person is calling Serena toxic, and so it could be a rhetorical rhetorical thing of like, why am I so toxic in that I'm not doing anything wrong, but I'm the villain somehow, maybe there's some gaslighting, and also claiming that Serena's unfaithful. But it's also interesting because if you pay attention to the lyrics in the latter half of the song, they're more defensive and kind of blaming the other person. It's their fault that they found out Serena was either being unfaithful or not entirely truthful about what they were doing Um, there's one line where it's like you were supposed to be in paris this weekend you came back early so it's not my fault you found out so it could also be like them shifting blame and kind of doing that kind of shitty thing of maybe gaslighting of like no this didn't happen or like no it happened because it's your fault and i think it's interesting if we take that and put it into the chorus because then it could be the narrator realizing they're doing these toxic things and kind of being critical of themselves or like why the fuck am i so toxic like i do this stuff and it's not okay and it's not healthy so it could be a rhetorical counter or it could be a introspective personal like oh i'm lashing out and i realize it's not good and not healthy and i should take accountability but i can't or i'm unable to at this time or i'm choosing not to To me, I kind of get the feeling that throughout the song, it's just kind of like, if you're asking yourself why you're so toxic, that probably means this isn't the first or second time. And so it may just be the the straw that broke the camel's back where the narrator is just like, wow, I really need to reevaluate how I pursue and engage in relationships. From there, we go into a 90s-sounding slow ballad of Isioma's struggles with their feelings of another person in Meadows in Japan. I think a lot of this is relatable in the sense of being afraid to truly connect with another person, showing that vulnerability and being open and at their mercy in a way of showing the real you, taking off your mask, being authentic, and hoping that this person won't reject you. There's also... Some lyrics where they bring up, you know, they, I think it's something along the lines of they wouldn't understand us or something. So, from what I understand, I believe Serena is a queer person. So, it could just be the whole aspect of being a queer person on top of the layer of maybe them being a person of color, because there could be also be a different communal dynamic in that regard i can't speak as much for that but for the just general queerness it could also just be like depending on where you live and i've said this before and it bears repeating it's just like it's still not safe for some people i mean if we're still fighting to give bodily autonomy to cis women where do you think we're going with people that fall out of that binary or don't identify as that arguably it's a lot better in this day and age but you know There are still homophobic parents, there are still transphobic people, there are still biphobic, Islamophobic, all all these phobias. So it could just be being afraid to truly inhabit yourself and be in a relationship. I can say from firsthand experience as like a queer person, it can be a little bit of a concern when you're out in public and you want to hold the hand of your partner because there's that little thing nagging at the back of your head of, is someone going to say something shitty to us? why serena specifically picked japan i'm wondering if maybe it's just because it is a completely different country and continent and so far removed from any form of that community or those prejudices in america also i'm personally a fan of japan because it's a beautiful country and it's wonderful i wouldn't blame them for wanting to go to a lovely country that's gorgeous. But to counter that, the last half of the song is almost like a spoken word imitation of a phone call maybe where they break things off with this person of like, this isn't working out. I want to keep doing me and you do you. I love you. And them saying it's my fault that you caught me slipping. It's my fault that you caught me doing something else. So this could also be a companion piece to why am I so toxic of maybe them growing and owning up that it's like, no, this is my fault. It's my fault. And like, it's not working out. And we need to go our separate ways because maybe it's, I'm going to keep doing me in the sense that they don't really want to change or they need time or any number of reasons. And another thing could be that they're breaking things off as a way to avoid a deeper intimacy. Then we get much more upbeat with the song that I see as an embodiment of just feeling yourself. It's, it's I Feel Fantastic. And I mean, the album is called The Leo Sunsets. So I believe it's in reference to astrology. And usually Leo signs are pretty about themselves. And I can say this because I'm also a Leo rising, so I get some of those aspects. But yeah, sometimes you're just in your feelings and you just feel great and maybe sexy and fun and ready to just exhume a bunch of energy and just be positive and have fun and just go out and feel fantastic. And again, with this album in particular, I'm not sure why I've kind of glommed onto this, but I feel like each song kind of leads into the other thematically. So i see this kind of through line of an evolution maybe a little bit of how this person treats relationships and it could be a counter to the previous songs of like withholding feelings and kind of being a little dubious or not forthcoming or not fully honest in this is i feel fantastic because the the pre-chorus is get out your feelings so it could just be like feel the euphoria of actually feeling your feelings and kind of releasing Closing this album slash EP slash long single, however you wish to identify it, is the song Stop Calling the Police on Me. While there are more layers in a lot of their other songs, this one is pretty damn straightforward. It's the title of the song, Don't Call the Police on Them. I think what's really brilliant about this is how catchy the song is, in my opinion. It's it's a... It's an earworm and the chorus is the stop calling the police on me this is not the help i need because if you haven't been noticing throughout COVID or maybe even years before then police are notoriously known as the type to execute a person if they're not white people of color often get the police called on them for completely mundane for us as white people could be just a normal like oh it's just a talking where it could literally and figuratively be life-threatening for anything literally anything and so this is a smooth r&b jam that's just straight up like don't fucking call the cops because they're not gonna help me i really like the lyric of you don't live the life i lead because yeah myself as a white person could never understand that dynamic in the context of interacting with police you don't understand what it's like to be in my shoes to live in my skin to live in this culture where literally anything can get you killed Again, children getting gunned down because they're playing in the park. Why the fuck is that okay? And also, the music video is pretty great. They're just hanging out with their friends, and then at the end, they have a beautiful mural. And I don't want to spoil it. I recommend you check out the video because it's very illuminating in that regard. But now it's time for me to wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening, and please feel free to reach out with your own interpretations, opinions, or recommendations. You can find me on Instagram at Podcast. I'm the most active on there, and I pick a song each week to highlight if you don't have time for a full album, but you're still looking for some new music from queer artists. You can also send me an email to QueerBeatsPodcast at gmail.com. I hope you have a great day, and you keep those positive vibes going. Take care.